Dusty Benders, little musty mites, all you little listeners out there listening to episode 21 of the Dusty Bender podcast. This is one of your hosts, Wellsy, and with me today, as every other week, is going to be Chance Romance Watson. What's up, Chance? Oh, hey guys. How are we doing today? Oh, you know, just watching a little watching a little blues and Dallas hockey. It's so like we're midday, gonna... lunchtime, get your fucking tuna salad sandwich in you, call it good. We're going to be a little distracted watching this Blues game. It's we're, we're recording this Sunday, Sunday at noon, so or around one o'clock. So we're, we're keeping one eye on the podcast and one one on this Blues game right now. Well, we're mostly going to be focused on the podcast because that's of course. You know, more important than some amazing playoff hockey between two good teams. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can't even lie. I can't even lie right. No, no that's not. Um, this not is th- actually going to be a podcast about us just watching this game. It's just going to be commentary. It's not even live commentary. You're just no, going to be like, we already no. watched this game. Like, like, why? Dude, there's people that get paid like six figures to do this, and you guys <laughs> just botched it for like no figures. <laughs> Oh, and a penalty! Uh, <laughs> by that guy, by that one guy. Did you guys? Oh. Did you guys see that? Oh, man. oh shit! No, you didn't. Ugh. All well, right, let's let's jump into it. Yeah, let's dive into it. Um, real okay. quick, some housekeeping stuff. Uh, our apparel is moving right along, like we said before. We'll be uh, if you guys are really interested, uh, you can just message us for some kind of like pre-order stuff. But uh, right now, we'll 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 roll out like an official a thing for here that once that's up and rolling but at the moment stickers hats shirts all that's rolling right along so if you guys want to want to let us know that you're interested we'll uh we'll order up a couple extra and make sure that you get one when they come right off the line the first the first batch anyway yeah well you probably don't want the first batch no that's it's definitely going to be a botch job but i mean when this podcast (laughs) becomes the official seattle podcast then yeah, maybe you keep it as a souvenir. Getting ahead of yourself there. I like it. Um, if you say it enough times, it'll you happen, gotta, right? You got to write it down. Isn't that what it is? Dreams <laughs> come true if you write them down. Right. Well, probably uh, probably not helping that we alienate several fan bases by calling them shitty fans. But well, well, yeah, but <laughs> you know, that's okay. We only need like forty states. That's not a problem. We got ten states. We could <laughs> we just give up. Just uh, alienating. Uh, a third of California and the entire Toronto fan base. Yeah, well, don't get me started on the Islanders fans, but Ooh, uh, we can get into here, that. Let's, you know, we'll move on from this. Definitely. Um. Uh, also, damn. yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Wells. Yeah. Well, well, that's that was about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much just saying the word Instagram. Okay. Yeah, we and, uh, we do have yeah. one of those now, so. If people wanna wanna follow us on there, go right ahead. Just pop on over and uh, give us give us give us some love over there too. We did learn how to post on it today. We did. That was so, boy. That's that's an old. We're making progress. That's know. an old person statement. Like, oh, can I? How do you post on it? The Instagram machine. <laughs> See, Sonny. Is it just photos? I don't get it. Back in my day, I used to send postcards. God damn it! Back in my day. Back in my day, in all honesty, you you fiddled with your top friends on MySpace, and people that came to your site had to listen to whatever music <laughs> you chose for them. I fucking love. I miss MySpace. I do too. Facebook is so geared towards other people. Where uh, MySpace well, was so selfish. Let's like make it. it. Let's make a Dusty Bender MySpace page. <laughs> someone someone did have one set up. I could have swore maybe it was a year or so ago, but. I'm telling you, it's making a comeback. I think what so was too. His name Tom. What was your be- What was your only friend? Yeah, <laughs> was it Tom? <laughs> All right, it's it, this is this is that's that's gonna happen now. We're making. Uh, look for us, uh, fa- <laughs> Dusty Bender MySpace page. Uh, For first okay. five first five friends, uh, we'll put you in our top friends. Well, the benefit of that is <laughs> first five friends. Be the first to like our MySpace. <laughs> Uh, but don't don't worry. Next week we'll have a new top five, and you'll hate <laughs> us. Everyone will hate us. Uh, the benefit of that is we do get to play Blue Texas Trucker. Yes, just force background. you to listen to I, it for just you know. Hopefully, people aren't on there for more than like four renditions. Of it. Victor gets on. What is this? What? Ooh, 
What? I, this is a catchy tune. This this is good. I I feel like I've heard this before. Well, one thing I don't know if I've listened to it all the way through. So what if at the end it's just made by Victor? And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he instantly knows. God damn it! This is supposed to be a shorter episode. We're okay. Uh, all right, let's jump to it. News. Right. So um, first off, before we get into to NHL Seattle stuff, there's been there's there's some. Uh, Interesting hockey news out there. Um, actually, this is almost breaking news in a sense. Um, Ken Holland, former GM of the Detroit Red Wings, sounds like he's officially going to pick up the the GM job in in Edmonton, which uh, I think to a lot of Oilers fans out there are pretty happy about that, considering that Keith Gretzky was on the short list there for a second. And uh, mm. God, I mean, it's, essentially before that, the Oilers basically how they chose a GM or anybody in their organization. They just go back to the they they, they just grab a list of players from the nineteen eighties Oilers teams and they're like, huh, wonder what they're up to nowadays. Wonder if they want to be a GM. Uh, God, some scrub that was in the press box the whole time. Hey, you could probably coach. <laughs> they won um, the hey, they won the cup. <laughs> they won the cup in the eighties. So apparently they they know what they're doing if they right. they know how to run a team. Well, as a Red Wings fan, what do uh-huh. you think about this? You think you think this is a good move for the Oilers, or you think this is just more of the same? Um, I mean, I think it's going to be better than uh, Holland is very calculated. Um, Holland also loves the idea of building a strong farm team. Uh, the Grand Rapid Griffins have been a, a yeah, you know, I, I mean, a solid force in the AHL for like, almost a decade now. Mm-hmm. Um, they've won a couple Calder Cups. So uh, he he's all about development, which can be frustrating for Oilers fans because I think uh, you know they're the, in win, they want to win now. They well, the, one of the best players in the world, they want to win. Right, you're you're wasting your best. You're you're wasting arguably the best hockey player in the world's best years. Yeah, and you know the more time. And honestly, like I mean, if I'm McDavid, you know, like I've signed a contract. You know, I'm only going to take another rebuild for so long until I want out. And I know he's got a long-term contract. They technically don't have to do any. I mean, he comes up to them and says, hey, I want out. And they could be like, okay, go fuck yourself. Um, but you don't want a player on your team that's not invested. True. So, I don't know. You'd have his, to find- con- his contract is killing this team, though. I mean, how do you how do you build, even if you're Ken Holland, even if you're you know a very decorated GM? Mm-hmm. How do you build around? What's he making? Eleven million a year? Or something ridiculous? I mean, it's not that he doesn't deserve it. Like he's, yeah, I mean, I mean, true. true. He deserves to be play, paid. He he deserves to be the top played paid player in the league. I don't know if he is. I think he's. I mean, he's definitely like top five. Right. But um, he deserves that kind of money. So I mean, that's it's rough to justify. But that being said, I, I don't. I don't know. I think if you're the Oilers and you're Ken Holland, you walk in. You got to find a way to work around it like he he deserves that money you know who doesn't deserve their money like milan lukic okay that guy's getting Come paid on, man <laughs> <laughs> he's getting shit. something he's paid getting something Mitch Marner money right now what's he getting i think it, it's like either it's, it's seven, either seven, seven for eight, right it's either seven million for five years or five million for seven years or some something ridiculous like that I think it's option one. I think he's yeah. making seven a year, which yeah. is just asinine. No, it, the guy doesn't even deserve three. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I can't even. I don't understand. I love how Peter Shirelli thought that Milan Lukic was the heart. Like he's like, oh, that brought that Bruins team. I'm just going to take Lukic and I'm going to have the same success. Brilliant. I'm surprised he didn't bring in like Tim Thomas and like. <laughs> You know, try to trade for Chara and shit. Yeah. Like, he wanted that whole Bruins team for, what was that, 20, 2010 or whatever? Oh, God. That's so rough. But anyway, um, yeah. yeah I, I think it's a good move for the Oilers. I think, it's a, I think it's a great move for the Oilers. They're still not making the playoffs next year. I don't think yeah. Ken's going to have enough time to really do anything. Um, uh, he, God, he's just – I think the first year or two is just going to be cleaning up Chirelli's mess. Yeah. He's going to have to find a way to unload some of those bloated contracts, maybe buy some people out. That's Hopeful- all he's going to do this summer. He's going to have to. I mean, it, and it hurts that you don't have a lot of – I mean, your draft picks are kind of – I don't I don't know their draft situation. It's not as bad as, like, Columbus, but it's still not great. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know, man. I, it's it is a, it is the first positive. I will say that it's the first positive news that's coming out of Edmonton for a while. There might yeah. be some hope now because it's not. They just they couldn't hire Keith Gretzky. They bring in Keith Gretzky, and it's just it's just the same shit as always. And he's and I don't care. I will talk to any Oilers fan that's like, no, he's earned it. Like he would have earned it. It's like no. He got it because his last name is Gretzky, okay? Like, yeah, I'm sorry. He's going to be good, you know? Of course, obviously. Yeah. If he's got a last name Gretzky, that this it's like a matriarchy. He Just was ha- a Canadian ice hockey player. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia. God. Oh, that's terrible. It's awful. So Yeah, th- it'll be good. It'll be good for the Oilers. Kind of it'll be good. I'll go in there. It's, maybe they can use it to... to you know, maybe calm Connor's nerves a bit. If they're if if he if he was afraid at all, I think Ken might be able to come in and say, "Hey, you know, there's a plan in place. Like, just just have a little faith, and yeah. maybe Ken can do that." I don't know. We'll see. I think they're not making the play. Mc- they're still not making the playoffs next year. Yeah, I st- I think McDavid's going to Toronto because that's where everybody goes, and you know they they have to they got to hit their salary cap and four players or whatever so man i I, so honestly we'll get we'll get to the islanders here in a second in a little while but um yeah we'll talk about that we'll we'll, let's move on um the other bit of news that came out unfortunately uh obviously a mixed mixed Mm -hmm. mixed results mixed thoughts on on this move but uh it was announced that some of the 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 marquee nwhl players you know kendall coin and all them they are they're boycotting the the season this year in the NWHL, uh, citing you know, not, uh, unfair wages and that kind of thing to live on, and uh, this is definitely a complicated issue for sure. Um, Wells, we'll, we'll get to yours in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mm-hmm. look, I, I've looked at how much they make. It's not great. Okay, they, I think I think I read on one article. I'd have to pull it up again, but they make like two thousand dollars a month. You know, it's not. I mean, it's it's not great, especially if you're calling yourself a professional player. Now, that being said, I mean the league's got to make money, and I don't know. Well, go explain. I I haven't looked into the numbers, but being a stat data guy, I want to know if they bring in more revenue. You know, just just per team. Like, I don't need to look at the league because obviously they don't have a ton of teams. But do does, does their top grossing team bring in as much revenue as an ECHL team? You know, yeah. so AH, A, you know, NHL, AHL, ECHL. If they do, then that's where they need to be looking at for these contracts. I mean, I I hate the fact that I think you said two thousand, right? Two thousand is what their monthly is. Yeah, I'm I'm that's trying to confirm that right low, now. It, I mean, that's, it might that even really is low. It might even be women hockey players seeking better league. Yeah, I'll I'll keep I'll let me okay. dig into it yeah, here just for a second. Dig into it. I mean, so you know, two thousand is very low. What's that? That's tw- that's twenty four thousand. You know, if that's before taxes, if that's after taxes. Oh. No, two thousand dollars a season. No way. Brian Jenner and many other American and Canadian Canadian Olympians shared a message on social media stating that it's time to create a sustainable professional league for women's hockey. Saying a lack of health insurance and salaries as low as two thousand dollars a season make adequate training and preparation impossible. Two thousand dollars a season. Wow. Okay, that's a, that's a whole different story. That's, that's totally that's, different. That's fucking slave labor, dude. Yeah, that's not. Uh, oh yeah, my that, god! If that's if that's what it is, I mean, granted, yes. Who's making two thousand dollars a season? It's the fucking fourth line grinder that weighs three hundred and fucking. Sure, you know, hasn't touched a puck in the any ice time she's ever gotten. Sure, but but I mean, that's still fucking low. Like, like that's if that's what it is, that's really bad. That's horrible. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, so because because my argument is all revenue, right? Uh-huh. I I you know I if I'm you're you're gonna fold the NWHL if you're expecting to get paid more than you're bringing in with revenue, right? You're gonna yep. fold it. It's just it's never gonna survive. So I mean, 
you know, it, it would suck to be the trailblazer in that situation. Uh, but let's, yeah, okay. let's be honest there, you know. So this is from the Associated Press. The players cited obstacles that they, they've had to contend with, including being paid as little as $2,000 a year, travel woes, and paying for their own health insurance. Which 2000 a year doesn't even cover that, I'll bet. No, that's not even, that's, that. I mean, that's criminal almost. I mean, uh, Look, I'm, you and I were about to, like, look at this from both perspectives and say, like, it is a business and they have to make money. But look, uh, $2,000 a year, like, you can, uh, look, even Chiefs game, like, WHL games can bring in that in just, like, ticket sales. Right. You know, and that's WHL. Like, I get, I understand it's, there's the parody of, like, going to go see those games and whatnot and you've got to support the teams and people have to like show up i get it but uh, i don't know it's this is a very complicated issue i i want to do they would have to do what fucking youth hockey does and they'd have to sell fucking raffle tickets dude yeah and that's not i mean it's it's almost embarrassing to when they say that they you know they're they, they want them to say that they're professional athletes but at the same time they're like by the way need you to after the game i need you to go sell 50 50 tickets you know what I mean? Like it's it's you're, so you're okay. On fourth line tonight. You're actually in the stands, fucking selling fifties. So all right, I will say this: I support the players doing this. I love it. But that being said, it's a huge gamble because it could backfire. Like what? I mean, instead of instead of forcing the NWHL to pay more, they they could just fold the league, and then they're and then women's hockey takes ten steps a, back. A huge hit. Yeah. I mean, you. I don't think you would see another league for. A long time. You yeah. wouldn't. There's just no way. I just, I mean, I, I admire the ballsiness of it, but then again, like, what's, I guess in their, in their shoes, like, what's their lose? Like, two grand a year? Like, right. It's not, yeah, it's nothing. I, I, yeah. Two grand I, a year, I'd they're gonna, curious. they still have to, like, work other jobs, basically. I'd be curious to see their pay scale, because I think, I think when you're first starting out, so there was a football league, and not to bring in, you know, that crap into this but there was a football league uh i don't know if it's still going i actually i thought i heard it folded but Uh they're paying all the players the exact same amount of money Hmm. whether you are an ex-nfl player whether you're someone who thinks they can still make the show you're getting paid the exact same amount of money Hmm. um i think i think that league needs to look into something like that if they're not already doing that but if people are getting paid two thousand as little as two thousand a year they're not doing that yeah, right, they're paying. No. They're paying a similar pay structure to the NHL, AHL, where you know if you're fucking good, you're getting paid like you should. Yep. Um, but no, yeah. No, they they deserve it, and and I think yeah. if there's a backing from the NHL, then the NHL needs to stop being stingy about it. Like it's not hard. It wouldn't be difficult. Look, if the NHL took over the Coyotes, they should be able to help with this shit a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Okay, there's only okay. what six teams. I think they added two more, right? So there's eight. Yep. I think so. Yep. Anyways, that's the I plan. mean, at, at that point, if you're the NHL, you you give them a million a year. Guess what? Their contracts that pays for all the fucking teams' contracts. One hundred and sixty right. players, you're giving them a million a year. It's fucking way more than you need to. Right. Right. And then you and then you you know you you're worried about building building the brand. You're not worried about you know oh we're losing money, dude. NHL makes so much fucking money. If they want to actually back it, they'll they'll do something about it. Right. And, and they could they actually put some I resources think, and effort into it. Exactly. And if they if they don't do something about it, we we you know we'll instantly see where they actually stand on that whole situation. Right. So, yep. Yeah. I'm, I I didn't know there was two thousand two thousand a year. Two thousand so, a month is livable. Two thousand a year is a fucking. That's a embarrass. Like they Jesus. they basically have to play those games and then go to day jobs. Well, I, and so I think I think what makes it a little bit less of an issue for me is the fact that you know their hotels are paid for travels paid for foods probably paid for so i mean it's not you know that's 2000s probably more spending money but then they, they have to get fucking summer jobs and shit mm-hmm. you know and i know te- i know like guys for the echl and shit like that also have to do summer jobs you know yeah so i mean you know it's it uh, but still yeah if it's 2000 that's that's not a lot that's nothing you're scraping dude yeah that's bad Okay, um, let's move on to something a little bit more... A little nicer. Yeah, a little bit nicer. Um, so we, we uh, move on to NHL Seattle news here real quick. Uh, most recent news coming out right now is the NHL is still not ruling out 
Seattle to host the 2021 draft. Ugh. God, that would be huge. I think it's going to have to... It's, the articles that we've read, it basically depends on whether or not the arena is going to be finished. Uh, uh, Todd Lewicki says that the arena is set to be done by June 1st, 2021. That's a little... St- I mean, there's not much room for error there. If, you know, if you are if you want to do that, like, the draft literally happens not too long after the playoffs end. Yeah. So, like, you've got to be done by that deadline. Otherwise, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, I know they have, like, the the main guy for construction on the building is they're giving him a ton of incentives. Like, hey, dude, we whatever you got to do, you know, bring in, hire some nwhl players yeah <laughs> god damn it terrible. they'd probably do it though because they pay I more think, and they would and that's great off-season training they wouldn't have to pay for it christ on um, sale. see i do i need, do we need to start fucking we need to start sending faxes to these people yeah like let them know you know we've got great ideas but yeah I, I if he can get it done before then that's a huge kickoff that's a great kickoff for the team and i think there, I was also something about the Spark, the end or WNBA team. Yeah, um, their season starts right around then, so like getting it done before that, where they can play all their games there, would just be huge. I mean, and it would be huge for WNBA. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so yeah, I I mean, they need to get it done before then. I'll. It's not. It's not that like it's gonna bankrupt or fail the team if they don't no. get it done before then but that's a great kickoff it's a yeah. great way to kick it off yep i agree so. um it, it would definitely draw some excitement around the team you could probably even use it i'm i mean 2021 no that's when the season starts they they'll probably have announced the name and colors by then well they kind of did on the dusty bender podcast instagram oh yeah that that uh that that got that was one of our most like followed and controversial posts that we've ever made on our that that started a little bit of debate on there i even commented on it with my personal account that's how much i hated those jerseys <laughs> i uh, look okay oh, shit. all look. right you go first because i know you like them okay i won't rag them before well okay, I, I it's not that i like like them it's just okay it seems like it it seems like we could be wrong on this but it seems like the league is determined or the ownership are determined to use the color scheme with red and black and white okay not bad colors but the problem with that is is there are already so many teams in the league that use red black and white as primary colors yeah you've got calgary you've got chicago you've got the red wings you've got carolina you've got um who's said montreal has quite a bit of montreal's got red like these these colors are already used by a lot of teams in the league and i just the, the the flannel the flannel shoulders everybody was ragging on and you know what i like them and the fa- if you're gonna do this color scheme if you're gonna use red you've got we've got to find you got to find a way to make it unique you've got to find a way to make it our own because yeah because there's just so, like what are we gonna do like are we just gonna rip off carolina jerseys like move one of the vertical stripe like one of the horizontal stripes and add, you know add one i it's yeah. there's just We'll look. Well, basically, with those colors, especially with like the mock-ups and whatnot, we're just going to look like a a ripoff of the Carolina Hurricanes. Now, with a yeah. Granted, you know there could be some classic misdirection here, and they're going to go the same color route of all the Seattle teams in the area, like you know the Seahawks and the Mariners, that that seafoam green and whatnot. But look, hey. they could go that way. But I just I, I points for trying to make something unique with colors that are not really unique. So, uh, who put this out? Who who was it actually in NHL Seattle? Was it So know, it was, apparently it was inspired by I I put some I put I put photo credit in there. So it was off I found it on Twitter and I shared it based apparently this guy created the mock up along with somebody else but they used the like they basically got the inspiration from NHL Seattle. Okay. Like the actual official page itself, so there's there might I mean that color scheme it makes me think that that you know the NHL Seattle page is red and black. They're they all the arena mockups are red and black. Like it's it seems like they're testing the waters with that color scheme. Um, I don't know where the logo came from. I don't hate the logo because it's it's 
kind of appeasing the fans who wanted to call them the totems. Yeah. So I don't I don't hate that. Um, Looks like a fucking chihuahua. The face is terrible. Yeah, I, I I I think that was just something they threw on there. I don't know if that's going to be the actual logo or not. Um, but no, I I get it in the sense of it's. I'm not saying it's my favorite. I'm just saying like, look, if we're going to do this red and black thing, we're going to have to find a way to make it unique because there are too many teams in the league that that look that have that color scheme. It's just going to. I mean, it's just we're we're you know especially it's too with many. It's too right. many. It doesn't matter if you make it look cool with some fucking lumberjack flannel ass shirts <laughs> on the side. Like it just everybody has those colors already. Right. There. I mean, and the only uh, I just yeah, green and blue. Sticking with the Seahawks. Not that I'm a Seahawks fan by any means, but the uh, well, I, 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 let me let me rephrase that. Not really a football <laughs> fan by any means, but uh, just keep with the colors, like the Sounders, the Mariners, the Seahawks. Like that, they're all keeping within the same vein, and. Applying applying that to the NHL, who else is green? Dallas, Dallas, and that's it. And Vancouver has a little green, but they're not actually like a green. Right, their main isn't green. Yeah, it's a secondary color kind of. Right. So for me, I'm I'm thinking, you know, seeing those mock-ups, I I hope they steer clear of the red and black. Uh, it's, and it's you're just gonna just, yeah. It's not just to yep. match like the other teams in the in the city. But I think I think you got to find something. I mean, you're the 32nd team. You got to make a little bit of splash. So finding something that is yours, you, you know, you can make your own, mm-hmm. would be perfect. I for me, I I'm looking at the Whalers jerseys, where it's it's that kind of green, but it's you know they also have that navy and then white. Right. So I mean, you, you're you know you you make your what would those be home jerseys? You make your home jerseys green mm-hmm. to where. You know, when you're playing the Canucks, you know, it's not overly close to their colors. Um, but, you know, it, you're you're still standing out from the league. I mean, there's not too many other teams that are green right now. So right. I wish they would go with that. I do like the um, – I don't mind the idea of having, you know, having a little flare on the sleeves and on the shoulders of the – you know, with the flannel shirt. But I think that's more suited for a third jersey. Yeah, and I'd like to see them do that for a third jersey because mm-hmm. you know if they continue to go down that direction, there's a good chance that my guess of the lumberjacks is going to come true, and then I'll really be happy and I'll be smiling in my sleep and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> I I think at this point, shifting shifting a little bit the name, it sounds like Sockeyes is going to be it. Like I mean, that's you know the mayor accidentally said it, and it just. I don't know. It sounds like everybody's kind of come to the consensus that it's going to be the Mayor sock guys. Ju- he just had way too many fucking hot toddies that morning. He was like, <laughs> like <laughs> so excited for the sock guy. Oh shit! Uh, uh, the the Seattle sock hockey guys. team. The Seattle hockey sock guys. <laughs> shit! <laughs> Shoot! Uh, it's the sock guys, guys. Sorry, I'm wasted. I'm gonna <laughs> like, all right, dude. Good for you. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is Cinco de Mayo, so... It is Cinco de Mayo. That makes total sense. Yeah. Um, Um, I'd be okay with the Sockeyes. I don't don't mind the Sockeyes. I think it'll be cool because if they end up getting Boise as the AHL team, then you've got the Sockeyes and the Steelheads. That's true. I don't hate that. So are are we alluding to that? Because... Uh, Well... I think going to an AHL team, I think, would be huge. Hockey's already growing in that area right now anyways, so... I said, you and I have talked about it. Yeah, we've talked about it a couple times. I mean, there are... Definitely. I mean, there's other markets you could do it. Like, if you wanted to stay in Washington, uh, Spokane is another option. Uh, sure. Tri Tri Cities area, you could do that if you wanted. To. Those those are two WHL teams that you could easily probably transplant to an AHL level. Because yeah. uh, the, the winter yeah, because right. So if you wanted to get nearby, so you've got Boise and Portland. Um, Port both of those areas could probably support an AHL team. So it's not. Right. It's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, hell, you could even put it in Everett, I suppose. Um, yeah, but I think I think I think they, you know, I think they like that idea of yeah. like, okay, you make it Portland, you got this. This whole state is going to be Seattle fans. You know, yep. people who were maybe, you know, San Jose fans or something like that, they're instantly Seattle fans because right. we have an AHL team where you see those players come up, and then they get to Seattle and they're. They're in the fucking. They're in the show. Yep, that that makes total sense to me. Um, The only thing that the only reason that I think Boise's got an edge on all of them is because 
the Steelheads are an ECHL team. Yep. Like that's not that's not a developmental team. That's that. I mean, that's the system. Like you're if you're on an ECHL team, you're technically in the show in the you know in a sense. Yep. Yep. So for it, it's an it might be an easier transition. That being said, though, I mean, so correct me if I'm wrong here because you've been to both arenas, like. Spokane Arena or the Tri Cities Coliseum or the Rose Garden, all of those are bigger venues than CenturyLink in Boise, right? Uh, Portland is for sure. Um, like the like, the Spokane Arena holds think... like ten to fifteen, I think. So, but that's the thing is, I mean, we're we're talking AHL team. We don't we don't need a NHL franchise size yeah. rink, so that's true. it's not a huge deal, but. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I think I think you're right. I think both the Chiefs and the Coliseum and Tri Cities, and I think well, Tri Cities, Tri Cities, I think is actually I think it would be comparable to Boise, or what's it called? In, I think it's like the Toyota Center or something, where the Americans play. No, nobody goes down there, dude. Come on. Yeah, Tri City Americans. <laughs> Jeez, they got to have three cities to make one. You know? My my Spokane bias is showing. Um, yeah, but I yeah, think, no. But I, I like I like the th- I like the three we've talked about before. So I like Boise, Spokane, or Portland. Yeah, I think I mean, I really, yeah, I, that would just be it'd be huge for Boise, or that'd be huge for Idaho. I mean, that would yeah. be that oh, would yeah. be the closest thing that Idaho has to a professional sports team. Yeah, I I I am rooting for Boise, and not just because I go to Idaho Falls on a regular basis, right? You know, where I could watch some AHL hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also go. I mean, I go to Portland on a semi-annual basis too so yeah I mean, nothing wrong not with a, that either you know, yeah i think i think all three of those would be good it just i think i think you're right i think the easiest place to transfer you know it might it might be just, a it's just too big a shift to go from a whl to an ahl because it's it's more of like a developmental program versus a farm team right you know what i mean like the like the whl guys there there's you know there there you know there could be no tomorrow for them and that's the thing is, you know, WHL, you, can you imagine a guy playing for the Winterhawks who goes and eventually gets drafted by Seattle and shows up and plays in Seattle? Yeah. Everyone in Portland's fucking making the, what, three-hour drive? I don't even know if it's three hours. Yep. They're making the fucking drive up there. You're going to watch that kid. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, it's not going to pull too much from it, but, yeah. I Any any of those three, dude, God, it just gets me so stoked. Like it'd be be huge for the Pacific Northwest and building hockey in this area. And it's already, I mean, it's already a big thing. It's just, it's just been this like best kept secret for a while that hockey is so popular around here. I wish, I wish our old college would fucking, in the words of Letterkenny, fucking figure it out. Yeah, I, I mean, what's funny is even when I was playing, you know, competitive travel hockey up in Alaska. The, the the Pacific Northwest teams were nothing. You don't yeah. even think about them. You no. know, we, we maybe like Tri-Cities a little bit would give us a little bit of a run, but they were nothing. And now, you know, they're 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 doing well. Yep. You know, they're building that those programs. It's yeah. Awesome. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> Shoot, oh. we got to do some playoff shit still. Yeah, we got to talk about playoffs. Um, as of this recording, you know, hopefully, hopefully uh, two series don't wrap up by the time this is over, but... Um, as of right now, only one has the Carolina Hurricanes, the bunch of fucking Jesus. jerks. Fucking jerks. They have eliminated the Islanders, the Oilanders, or however the fucking New York, the Islanders, whatever. I, I, I can't even say it. I can't like even. It, yeah, yeah. Islanders. New York and you guys' stupid fucking accent. Um, just insulting New everybody. New New York. New York. We don't have any listeners in New York yet, anyways. So probably, they, and they won't go. You know, by the time we have listeners in New York, they won't go back this far. So we'll I'm, be right. I'm still not totally convinced that there's anything east of Denver, honestly. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I've never seen it, so I've never seen pictures, and I have no plans on going that far in a little bit. So yeah, that's, I, don't I don't believe know. it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, Canes are moving on. They made pretty short work of the Islanders. You know, pretty short work. Okay, they made short work of them. God uh, damn. Look, this goes back to what you and I have been talking about since the season. The Islanders are a solid defensive-minded team. Yep. But when it's so when I mean, this is it's just too extreme in this sense. Like there was literally it, it's a great defensive team and you've yep. even got solid defensively-minded thinking offensemen, but right. you got you have someone's got to score a fucking goal. 
Yeah, it can't be Barzil every fucking time. Right. You've got to, I mean, I, their captain, Lee, like Anders Lee, he was even playing? He's got too big of a head, I think. Uh, it's got to be something. I mean, um, Laner can't yeah. skate out and score goals. Well, and fucking trots. I, so, I, yeah, I was I was at a bar. I don't know if you remember this text. Mm-hmm. I was out at a bar watching that fucking game four, and I mean, they pulled him after three goals. Granted, I mean they weren't the they weren't you know they weren't complete squeakers, but they weren't like nice fucking like ah he had no chance kind of goals, you know. Mm-hmm. But pulling the guy that's kept that's even given like he's he Leonard gave them a chance in the three games it was not anybody who says that that okay so that yeah there's there's islanders fans that are saying that it you know maybe we should have put grease grice in earlier and that's horseshit you did they not lose that then. you did not lose that right. series because of Leonard. like no. he was the only thing keeping you in it exactly it, you had it, you've got it you have to score goals <laughs> yeah I mean, you have to challenge the other team and I know, I know they have some scoring and they have some offense coming. Last year's draft for them was really good. Yeah. So they picked up Noah Dobson and they picked up that kid. Um, he's a fucking sniper. And they picked him up. He had some he had some behavioral issues, so he fell a little bit to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a fucking snipe. So fucking snipe, boys. Oh, don't get me wrong. Islanders have a bright future. Like they they have they basically haven't spent that money that they lost on Tavares. Yeah, exactly. Like, they've got lots of cap room. They've, they're going to have a decent spot in the draft. They've got a decent future ahead of them. Like, there's, you, they could easily go out and add some offensive firepower. It's just right now, they've got Barzell and Nelson. And that was basically all the offense they were getting. Anders Lee was a ghost. Yeah. You know? I, it just, Josh, Bailey, Josh Bailey wasn't great. No, nope. uh, Everlay and his gap tooth just didn't really show up. No, he didn't. Um, he didn't do anything that was. I mean, no. he didn't play bad, but he he didn't. He was a non-effect essentially. Right, and and I think you know their defense, like defensive minded, is fine. I yeah. like that. I, Vegas last year went to the finals on defensive minded. Right. Yep. I mean they they you know they were the epitome of that. Yeah. Um, you have to have a D that's going to quarterback your fucking power play and actually scares people. I don't think Letty scares people. No, um, you know Taze, he's not. He's Taze not has got a, a Taze has got a future. Taze has a bright future, but he's young, right? Yeah. I mean, and that's that's the thing is we saw a young we saw an Islanders team realize in the second round that they weren't supposed to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, I think that's what we saw. And Noah Dobson is that guy. Um, you know, I I truly think that he is, mm-hmm. but. You know, if he even plays in the NHL next year, I'll be surprised. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's good. He's good. He had another good year uh, at juniors, but, you know. No, the, the future is very – we, we're bashing on him, but the future is bright for the Islanders. Like, there's there's nowhere to go but up. Like, this mm-hmm. is you, – you know what? You got swept in the second round, but you made it to the second round when people weren't even thinking you were going to make the playoffs. You know right. what? It. I would – if I was Lou Lamorello – I'm sitting here going like, all right, you know what? It sucks we got swept by the Canes, but the Canes also just beat the defending Stanley Cup champions. Exactly. You know, they're a good team. They're going to move yep. on. They're, they'll probably even give Columbus or Boston a run for their money. Uh, they they will give both of those teams a run for their money. Absolutely. That, that series is going to 6-7 so for sure. They, they, no they came into they a hot team. I think you made a great point in the last podcast that they are like the Ottawa Senators of three years because I don't think that this will carry over to next year. Right. But I... Go ahead. The only difference, let me let me back up on that. What yeah. I said last week, though, yeah. this is actually a young team, whereas yep. Ottawa was an older team that was playing above their potential. Mm-hmm. So I think the Islanders are in a different position in that regards. Okay, um, I think I think Carolina. Uh, the more I watch them, they're still young too. So I mean, yeah. my my analysis of them was off because i'm looking at the justin williams and the jordan stalls of the world and i'm going jesus christ like really like this team's just playing above their shit but that team will be good uh islander so oliver wallstrom is the guy that they took round one pick 11 they took noah dobson right after that Um, okay look the those two that they got and and i think it's bode wild bode wild he's Mm. not bad either 
um, you know, this team's this team's got some prospects coming up. So, you know, if they can figure out exactly who they need to keep and who didn't fit into their scheme, um, this team this team could easily be back in the playoffs next year. So, Islanders fans, as much as you crying about having the wrong fucking arena that you won't do anything about, oh my um, god. You know that this team, this team is going to be a contender for a little bit. I mean, they're young. Uh, they they have the players. You get anyone around Barzal who can fucking score any kind of goals. Uh, you know, it's right. Just, like make they're going to be fine. Make a pitch for. I mean, you know, obviously yeah, there's a rivalry okay. there with Toronto. Make a pitch for Marner, or you know, maybe try to snag Panarin when he leaves Columbus. Like it gets you know, and you've got the money to do it. And you can pre- and you could go up to a superstar and say like, "Hey, you know, look, we've got a solid team here. All we need is some offensive firepower, and we've really got something here." Right. It's funny you say that because the second you said Marner to Islanders, I was like, "No, like you got to be shitting me. Nobody's going to do that." And now, now it's I'm like, now you know, reading uh, this article, you know, the six ways that Dubas could make a splash, or whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's getting me thinking. Maybe Marner does go over there, and him and fucking Barzal just carry that team to a couple playoffs in the next fucking five, ten years. You know, it could be. It could I mean, happen, man. Not that. Not if there is if there's friction on that team. I don't think it's between Marner and it's not Tavares. I think it's I think it's between him and Matthews. If anything, because I I and it's it's been that way for a while. It's it's been that sense of like Matthews has always been the headliner. When Marner is putting up just as good numbers, if not better, like this year, and yeah. he feels like he's not getting the credit that he's due. Yeah. I, so uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really see him as that kind of player. Uh, but no, I, I don't either. Yeah, but yeah, like you know, there's there's people there's the same people out there that can cite Jake Allen's goalie numbers and argue that he's a good goaltender. Yeah. Even though, even though it's just not true, but they could say, yeah, "Oh, you know his, his overall his overall numbers are real good." Yeah, um, and what I'm saying is, Marner could argue that. Like he's like, "Dude, look at my numbers. Like I I over I put up more points last year than Matthews, and you're paying him this amount of money, and you're going to justify saying you're going to give me like Nylander money when Nylander played half a season and only scored like ten goals." Yeah. Um, so here, here's my. This isn't necessarily a bold prediction, but this is something I think is going to actually come out of Toronto. Is they do move Marner, so he's yeah. the last one that hasn't been signed of this. You know, this Toronto team that they think is good. He is going to get moved, and I actually do think it helps Toronto. So even though I don't think he's an issue in the locker room, I think it it just. I think this like contract shit with them has just been hovering over everyone's head. Yeah. And they're just going to clear the air and no matter no matter who they move, even if it's Marner, they'll get something in return for him which will help you, them, but then it's just it's just going to clear the air there. You, you know? ditch you ditch Marner and you ditch Gart Gardner and then you use that you use that money to pick yourself up a franchise defenseman like how Mike Babcock wants. You know, he's He's like, oh, we uh, we don't uh, we don't have a uh, we got to get ourselves a Nick Lindstrom. Yeah, it's like, all right, dude. Yeah, let's just find a seven-time Norris Trophy winning defenseman because those are just so plentiful nowadays. But I think you but, grow one from Riley. I don't. So, I don't think I. I know you don't like Riley, but I think he is. I mean, it's not that I don't like him. It's just when I think of a good when I think of like one of the best defensemen in the league. Like he's he is an offenseman on the blue line, in my opinion. True, which is what you. I mean, that's what what Carlson is, right? Oh, Carlson but, is. He's not a defense. He's not a defenseman, right? But uh, my point is that's Toronto's problem. It's just all top. It's all just top heavy offense. They need they need a Jake Muzzin or like three more Jake Muzzins to. That, you, you, your defense has to play defense. Look, you, you know, don't you, find, you don't find a Brent Burns every day, though. Right. Well, it's the exact opposite of the problem the Islanders have. Like the Islanders are too defensive focused. Even their offensemen are too defensive. True. Uh, Toronto is the exact opposite. You've got even your defensive players are offensively minded. True. And you're hanging out like Freddie Anderson. I've given him some shit in the past. He's not. He's not in my eyes one of the top elite goaltenders, but he's not bad. But 
when you have literally no defense, that guy's going to get hung out to dry every time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So you've got to, you, you know, he you take well. that, you he take did that, play mo- well in that series, you, but. you're right. You get, so you give Andreas, what's, what's his joke, joke? johnson or johansson or something i think you you give him a contract if you can move other people you give him you give him some time you've got no choice but to give nylander first and second line minutes because you've signed him already you you hope that they fill the gap that marner leaves and then you you use that money that marner and and garnier give you you use that money to go get yourself a solid well-rounded all-around defenseman like you you go you walk up to you walk up to Nashville and you say, "Hey, you know what's uh what's PK Subban like nowadays?" Yeah, let me cut you off there though. Let's do. We could probably do an entire episode on Toronto before they start making moves. Probably. Okay. Um, Her- so- congratulations to the Hurricanes. Yes. Uh, six or seven in the next round. It doesn't matter who they play. They're gonna put up a fight, and realistically, it could be them in six or seven. They're, they're get they're getting rest. Fucking minds. They're gonna get they're rest. Gonna rest. I saw a thing today. They could have up to eight days of rest. Could be good. So eight I mean, they're days. gonna they're gonna fight because this this color this Boston Columbus series, which I suppose we could shift over to. Let's just jump to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Boston Columbus. That series. I mean, Torts is saying game. It's going to game seven. It's going uh, to seven. It's. I think so. I think Columbus because that that last game, Columbus has still got it in the tank. They're still yep. fighting. I mean, it's not. They're just. Not, I mean, Rask is playing well. Rask you know, playing it's... well. They look. The, so the thing with that game, Boston gave them everything. They threw yep. everything at them, and yep. Columbus still stormed right back. Yep. They just, you know, uh, you know, a, a goal with a minute thirty. That's deflating. So that's that's the only reason I could see Boston in six is because it deflates Columbus. But that tells you what kind of team they are. If if they're looking at it and they're that deflated uh, and they lose. All those guys are gone. Yep. Right? All those fucking guys are gone. And so that'll tell you a little bit about Tortorella. That'll just tell you about kind of Columbus in general. So, um, yeah. I just I, I personally, I think I think the team Columbus has, they got some grit. They got some fucking speed. They, got some, they have a goaltender who, you know, if there was a Vesna for the fucking playoffs, like – you know, I don't even know what his numbers are, but watching these games, he is literally fucking winning them games. He's and they're they're out hitting. They're out they're they're out hitting Boston. Yep. Like it's that physic and I think even even if Boston skirts away with this series, if they have to take on Carolina, man, I, I know Carolina's fighting their own injury problems, but they're gonna be well rested. And Boston is gonna this would be this if they I mean, Columbus wins this and they win it in seven, that's the second seven game series that they've had and they're gonna have literally no rest again yeah and it's gonna it's gonna take its toll like it i i thought it was gonna play in a, a factor in this series and it kind of is to an extent yeah um but i mean if it if it if they somehow squeak this out which they they totally could it's honestly a coin flip at this point in my eyes yeah. um which, if they that god that's hockey dude that's yeah. fucking hockey you know, I know we we talked a little bit about it earlier. Um, talking to some people, they don't they don't like how much hype is on Carolina. They call it you know bandwagon. I'm I'll be the first person to call someone a bandwagon fan, right? Sure, sure. The other the other side of the bandwagon though, you want to grow the game, right? I I see these numbers for, like, NBA, and I, you know, like I've told you a couple times at work, that's all people fucking talk about is the fucking NBA. And, look, this sport deserves to be – this sport deserves to be better than the fucking NFL, in my opinion. And so to see them getting good ratings on a team – like, two teams, right? So Columbus, nobody expected them to even be fucking battling. Yep. Um, That's a great fucking story. Carolina – Beating the defending champs and then sweeping the next round is a fucking huge story. Yep. So if you're if you're not jumping on that bandwagon, you're not a hockey fan because you don't want to see the sport grow and you don't want to see the sport be successful. And that's so, a na- and that's a natural that thing that we always like every year. You're supposed like when your team is out, eventually yeah. you you know like you you watch whoever plays and then you root for whoever's left. You know what I mean? Like you pick your team, and if you don't. Like if you don't like the Avs, if you don't like the Sharks, you don't like the Blues, the Stars, Columbus, or 
Boston, then you who else is there one to like? That I really don't like. What's that? I think I said of one of those teams, you named one that I really don't like. So yeah, I mean, I mean I, you know, I'm cheering for anybody. Right. I want the game to grow everywhere in every market <laughs> except for San Jose. That's accurate. In fact, I want it to decrease. I want I want less Sharks fans. Wow, that's a whole different perspective. I w- <laughs> <laughs> the game should grow everywhere except the place that I fucking hate. <laughs> Move that. Hey, Toronto needs a second team. Let's move them from San Jose. Yeah, I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, so <laughs> back back to the Boston Columbus series. I I I'm such a hockey romantic that I wanted to go to seven, but this is one of those series where it's going to seven, dude. I it's, it's look going. It has to. If Boston takes it in six, I'm not going to be like shocked. It, they could definitely I do agree. it. The potential's there. But that being said, Columbus could totally pull. These games aren't blowouts. No, this is the closest series. This is that's why it's the my favorite series. This is a this is one of the best series in a while for me. Yep. This is this is two big fucking teams. Um, just I I love it. This is such a great series. This is. And, I mean, both teams have had the lead in this series. Yep. They've traded the lead. Yep. Boston had the one. Columbus went up two to one. Now it's three two. Like they've they've traded a lot. Like it's it's a very even series. I I mean yeah. even even though this last one wasn't resolved in overtime, yep. that's an overtime game to me. Yeah, that game my, was so back and forth. I it, I loved it, and I that so I just my bet my schedule at work, and this is the game. Like these are the games that I circle. Mm-hmm. I'm like I, you know I'm not watching anything else. I'm watching this fucking game. Yep. No, like, it's don't bug me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I, like I said, I won't be surprised if Boston definitely has the potential mm-hmm. to take it in six. But that mm-hmm. being said, I'm going to say this goes to seven. Yeah, I think it goes to seven, and I I really do. As much as I love Columbus and I love their story, I think even if they take it to seven, I think it goes to Boston. Boston but seven. I think, yeah, I think I. You know, I, this is such a great story. Yep. Like this this should this should prove to all the team all the players on Columbus that like they need to stick around. Yeah. I I think that they could def I mean they definitely have what it takes to they god, Kekalainen is going to use this as a, I mean, it's already a success story. As soon yeah. as they swept oh, yeah. the Lightning, as soon as yep. they swept the Lightning, you can you could are you can already start talking to Panarin again and saying like, "Hey man, we've got something here." Like, look at this shit, dude. Like, right. we just swept the fucking President's Trophy winner and who we hadn't seen since what, 96? Right. And what honestly, say you lose in say you worst case scenario, say they lose game 6, like Boston's a good team. Like you can like and it wasn't a blowout series. Nope. Like it's there's something proud of to have there. Like it could, honestly could have gone either way. A lot of these games could go either other than game 4. All of these games could have gone either way, in my eyes. Game four, Boston kind of handled them, but yeah, Boston did take it to them. But all of the other, all these other games, I, I, I could argue that maybe even game three, Columbus was handling so, Boston pretty good. So you know what that tells me? Game hmm. six is if Columbus is going to win, it's going to they're going to handle Boston, even hope it so. up. Hope Boston so. handled them in game four, even it up, handle them in game six, take it to seven. Go to the garden, see what the fuck happens. They just need Ugh. to. They got to throw the body dude. again. They're gonna have to. They they need to start playing on that strength of they're yeah. they're fresh, oh. they're healthy. They just need to keep throwing the body because yep. I mean it's yes. Did Pasternak have a good rebound game? Totally, but he had a snipe there in fucking yeah, five. Yeah, for dude. sure. He's Oof. he's That's definitely hurt shot. though, and I mean it's just time. Time's gonna. I'm not saying hurt the guy. I'm saying. You know the the wear and tear over time. It's going to catch up if they I can just really keep the physicality going. Like someone needs to knock one of those front teeth out of his, though, because that gap. You know, yeah, like, it's just ugly, dude. That's just rough. <laughs> he looks like that. He, anyways, there's an actor that he looks like, and he's an ugly son of a bitch too. Um. Okay. Let's let's jump let's jump to the west a little bit. Okay. Um. Let's go to the let's go to the game that's going on right now. Um. Okay. St. Louis, Dallas, uh, good series. Again, very similar situation. Not as exciting as Boston, Columbus, but equal in the sense of like these are two very good teams, and not one team has kind of shown itself as the stronger one. 
like right. that la- like that last game. Sorry, uh, Dallas fans, but St. Louis outplayed you in that last game. You won yep. because of Ben Bishop. And that's that's Dallas's mo. That's yep. been Dallas's mo for a long time. They just they win games because. Uh, Kari Lettinen used to fucking steal them games in the playoffs like it was going out of fucking style. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, this is, I mean, right now watching it, it's 1-1. You know, that's just how this series has been. It's just so even, like, whoever comes out of this series really does have a good chance, like, has the best chance of beating the Sharks. Right, right. No, no, no bias whatsoever. I think yeah. whoever wins this series is the favorite against whoever wins the other one. I agree. And I, I, that's, that's me as much as I hate to say it. I think the Sharks are the stronger team on that other series. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think, I think one of these two teams, so again, the fucking central, um, you know, I think, I think one of these two teams is going to give the Sharks a run for their money or they're just going to fucking walk them. Yep. Um, I don't think the Sharks watching the Sharks play. I don't think they're anywhere better than any of these two teams. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, this is a great series. I mean, it's hard hitting um back and forth right now they're in dallas four six with dallas up three two and that's that's not a good spot for st louis to be oh my god um you'll see that one in a second is it still one um but you know i i think it is one that if st louis is for real and they don't want to see you know three or four big name guys leave in the offseason they need to win this fucking game Mm mm-hmm they have to take it to seven in this series, especially at home. It's the only chance they're going to have at like making you know feeling good about this season. Yeah, um, you know, and and a lot of people aren't looking at this as like a you know as a story. St. Louis being in last place, thirty games into the season, and then coming in and and really having a good chance to go to the Western Conference, but it is man, you know. And so I don't think they've made enough of a story about it, but. This is a hell of a series. This is good shit right here. As, yeah. as boring as it is, because these two teams play a pretty boring game. They do. It's it, they're 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 defensively minded. There's not a lot of there's just not a lot of offensive like flashy offensive firepower there. There's guys yeah. that can get it done. Senko can get it done. Jamie Ben can get it done. But they're not. It's just not flashy. It's not. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, and on that note, Jamie Ben just whiffed on one that probably should have been a fucking goal. But. So I talk, I, I've talked about this with our with our friend. Like, I don't have anything other than Jamie Ben. I really don't have a problem with Dallas. I don't like Jamie Ben. He's honestly, I think, like, if you met him in person, he'd be kind of a prick. Oh yeah, I think both him and Sagan would be d bags that I. Oh yeah, well Sagan's Sagan's d on him or something like that. Sagan's d baggery is definitely catalog cataloged when he was in. Boston. But they're good. They are. Good but they're players. good. Yeah, they're that's fine. Star, um, star power in this series. But other than that, I don't. I don't mind the team. I think. Uh, other than that, they've got some good guys. I know they've. They've got a couple duckies on that team. Former Cagliano, duckies, dude. If Cogliano, here's here's my thing. If Dallas is go on win this fucking series, I really do think they take the conference final. And to see Cogliano get some fucking, uh, you know, finals. Playoff finals time, even if they don't win, I love that. I fucking love Cogliano. He's a beaut. So, yeah, yeah. This no, series, I, I this series it. can go either way. I'll be happy about it. Uh, oh, you still owe a, me. A there chug, it is. But... St. Louis up two one. Oh, you're ahead of me. I thought you said you were behind me. I, oh, I'm not on the feed. I'm just. I've got the updates. I'm like on Game God, Center. Damn it. It's gonna be oh, right so, here. sorry. It's gonna be right um, here. God damn it. So if the, okay, so oh, let's let's do. Me. Let's do two things real quick. So, say St. Louis takes this. Who wins Game 7? In St. Louis, St. Louis wins. Okay. Yep. I think even though they lost last game, I think they win it. Okay. All right. And then, so we've we've talked about kind of, we we alluded to it earlier. So, as much as I want Colorado to win this fucking series with the Sharks, uh, it's it's apparent that San Jose is the more solid team. They're more deep. They're deeper. They're deeper. I mean, once that Martin once that, Jones remembered that he was actually a fucking goalie. When that when that McKinnon Rantanen Landeskog line gets off the ice, yeah, it's very apparent. Like it's very apparent that it's sorry, sorry, nothing against uh, Broussard, but you're you're not a second line center anymore, guy. Here's um, here's the here's the thing with that series. Yeah, that line Landeskog Rantanen and uh, McKinnon get off the ice. Mm-hmm. 
the next line loses all of the momentum, and yep. that line has to spend half a shift getting the momentum back. Yep. You just you can't play that hockey. You can't play 15 seconds, or I think the average average uh, like shift in the NHL for a forward group is like 40, 40 seconds, something like that. Right. You can't spend 20 of your shift trying to get the fucking momentum back. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's just never going to work. It's never going to work. It's very apparent the skill drop. From yep, first exactly. to second line when those when those lines rotate out, uh, and exactly. it, and even it gets worse as you get out go down the roster. Yep. Um, I, I mean Wait, the JT defense Conference is actually score him, like win them the games. No way. No, uh, the defense is actually playing not terrible. Exactly two one against. Okay, so looking at the box score on the last game, you can't let San Jose's power play have five fucking chances. No. Okay, they only scored one. But if you're gonna if you're gonna even have a chance of winning Game Six, they they can't have five chances. They're gonna score three next game. No, the I mean the Colorado defense is not playing bad, and Grubauer is not having a bad series either. It's just you. I mean you've got to get some offensive depth, and I think that's it, it's apparent. It's very apparent that that's the weakness. You're just gonna. Oh, the, there it is. Perron too. He hasn't fucking done shit. All right, sorry. You're all good. <laughs> Chris. Um, what was that five minute laps, dude? All good, all good. Jeez. Um, uh, oh, fuck, what was I saying? Oh yeah. Um, with with that, it's it's the only way that they can do this is that th- that first line of the Colorado Avalanche is slightly. I'm going to give the edge to them over yep. the first line of San Jose. Agreed. And that's it. And uh, that makes them better than every other line. It's just there's no depth like once that every other that line is better than every other san jose line but every san jose line is better than all the others eight game goal drought for perron Ooh. okay um yeah i agree i think i honestly i i would like the abs to win um but i think i think they do lose in game six i just i wasn't impressed with them even though they only lost 2-1 uh really was the reason that it wasn't a fucking blowout. I'm going to I'm going to I'll give the Avs a little credit. I'll say that they take it to 7 and then lose in San Jose. Okay. Okay. I like I would rather see that, but um I'll say that, I'll say they pick up the last win at the Pepsi Center for just because and then, you know, cuz they're not going down without a fight. I think there's enough star power on that first line to maybe get them will just will them one more win. Yeah. Uh but I think if they go back to San Jose for Game Seven, it's it's over. I think San Jose will take it, and they'll they'll play St. Louis or Dallas, where I I think I'll I will take either one of those teams over San Jose. Yeah, I I think St. Louis has a better chance. Um, just Dallas is a little older, I think. Um, Agreed, but I know, I mean I do think goaltending teams. Yeah, either of those teams should be feeling pretty if, good against Saints. if Dallas can make that series. If it is Dallas. If they, if Dallas can make that series a goaltending battle, they're gonna win. Yeah. Wait. So last last question yep. before we sign off on this bitch. Yep. Does Carlson stay in San Jose? Ooh, I don't think so. I don't think so. And no. it's not because he's unhappy. Um, I just don't. I don't. I just don't think that, that. Even if he wins a cup, like he's happy and he's gonna go find a home somewhere else. I just. Islanders. I don't. Yeah, maybe. Ooh. I don't know. Toronto that you know if they go through with my idea I don't know I don't I just don't I think if he was gonna do it by now he'd have done it yeah you know like you're you're so you're too deep at this point like he should have resigned he's just just having fun yeah I think he's having fun this is is a team maybe that could win it if they don't then I only wasted one year and now I go to the Islanders or I go to fuck I just I don't know where the hell he would go uh, Vegas is he has Vegas expressed interest to, he wants to go to Vegas yeah. before before the trade deadline and Vegas has made interest that they want him. Can uh, they do it with Stone's contract? They're going to they No, Vegas is going to have to clear Riley Smith or they Vegas is going to have to clear some space. They're going to have to lose one of those guys on the first line. They're going to have to lose Smith. one of the originals. They're going to have to lose Carlson, Marchessault or Smith and you can't get I rid think, of Marchessault and you can't get rid of Carlson, I don't think. I don't think you can lose Wild Bill. No, so I mean, it's Riley Smith is gone, uh, and maybe they keep Pacioretty. I think you got to go two and two. If you're not going to put a ton of money into your D, you got to go two and two. So I think you go Pacioretty yeah. and Stone. I think you go Carlson and Marchessault. Stats, yeah. Stats, you'll stay on for a fucking 
Or maybe you lose Stastny. Yeah. Maybe you get rid of Stastny. I mean, he's only there for, a, I think, a three-year contract. Yeah. I'd hate to see it, though. He's he's a good dude. He is. He is. But St- but Stastny is one of those players that bumps around. He's a second-liner, though. Like he's, he's a great second-line center. He's uh he's the he's the Louis Erickson of our time. That's true. Where he I mean he's not bad. I don't think anybody would say that Louis Erickson was not a good hockey player. It's just he's one of those players that he was um what's another good example? Thomas Vanek. Yeah. Okay, I don't think anybody would doubt for a second that Thomas Vanek is not a good hockey player. It's just he he's a utility guy that gets bumped around. He signs he signs one year, two year deals. Yeah. And, and, you know, if he signs a three-year, he's probably getting traded because another team would love to have him as a rental. Fuck! For a playoff run. Yeah. You know, so I don't... It's it's never a knock against... Like, he's never going to hurt to find work, for sure. Right. And, uh, lo- lots of teams would love to have Paul Stasny. But he's just not a... Nobody wants to take a risk on him, I guess. I don't know. Right. Yeah. No reason to keep him long-term. Yeah. Agreed. All right, cool. well, we're... We're what twenty minutes past where we wanted to be, so pretty much, just, yeah. That's par for the course for us, huh? Yep, sounds about right. Well, I mean, in all honesty, just six minutes over an hour is not terrible. So that's true. Let's not fucking wrap it though, huh? Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, um, this is this has been episode twenty-one, guys. Uh, please check us out on Facebook, our new Instagram page. Um, Ooh, we're, we're gonna, uh huh. We're gonna make sure that we. Uh, gonna make sure that we keep those updated and posting some funny stuff and some and maybe some even some breaking news stuff when we when we have time to do that um let us know if you're interested in some apparel like we said mentioned before in the beginning of the podcast we're working on that uh like comment share all of our stuff uh, we're on itunes spotify all your favorite podcatchers um i personally use player fm it's not it's not really well known but it's I, it, it's fucking handy um other than that wells got anything else um no let me let me spitball real quick uh nhl needs to figure out how the fuck i can watch all this shit on one spot jesus yeah that's that's just that's my that's my uh, fucking rant for the day that is a pod that's a podcast in the future because i don't i've always kind of tiptoed around that subject because i don't want to necessarily tell the world that i steal my hockey you games essentially to. you they're but, forcing us to steal shit okay yeah we'll, we'll make it a whole episode i'm that's over. that's yeah that's maybe we can start that for the next one we'll we'll get into that <laughs> all right this is us signing off we will talk to you when are we thinking next episode probably mid mid next week yeah something like that cool we did cool. Two yeah pretty quick so we'll sh- we'll shoot for like right after all of the when when the conference finals are set maybe we can do like a pre-episode there you go i like it perfect all right this has been us talk to you later later